0: Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonnell here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. On this week's episode of the podcast, I've got a really special guest, Charlie Taggart. Charlie came to Progressive and did some trainings about a couple of years ago and last year she won VIP of the Year. So we'll talk a little bit more about what that means and what that is during the interview. So welcome, Charlie, and thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So just for our guests listening in, many of them have never been to Progressive. They're starting out in property. Some have built a property business already, uh, just to give them an idea of you and where you're from and your background and stuff, when did you initially come to Progressive or find out about Progressive and um, what was the first thing you did at Progressive?
1: Yes, yeah, so I first came to Progressive in 2017. I attended a multiple streams of property income event. Um, my husband had been listening to this guy called Rob Moore. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, and, uh, yeah, through that, w- he, we learned about Progressive and then got tickets to the multiple st- pro- streams of property income just to kind of see what it was all about.
0: Okay, so that was uh, 2017, so about two and a half years ago?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: What had you been doing prior to that? So what was your, like, were you in property? Had you bought any properties previously?
1: So at that point in time, we had one buy-to-let property that we were accidental landlords. It was my husband's kind of bachelor pad. Um we were at a point in our lives where we had just had our daughter and I was due back due to go back to work on maternity leave from maternity leave and um I was a lawyer in the city
0: in so which city?
1: In London.
0: In London, okay. That's the only city. Oh, don't, our listeners are coming from cities all over the UK, (laughs) Charlie. We've got a Londoner on today.
1: So I was commuting every day into the city to work, you know, it's a three-hour round trip. Um, You know, I was a litigation lawyer, so really long hours, you know, on a good day, you'd be leaving the office at seven. Um, But obviously, once you have a child, all of that changes. So... I now had to deal with things sort of, you know, childcare and um, I had to leave the office at 5.30 every day to get back, to try and get home for her to be, you know, before she went to bed. Most of the time I would be missing that and kind of you very quickly realise that you're missing out on the most important years and you then start questioning, you know, what are you doing it all for and um, really taking a look at kind of our life what we wanted um you know because it had a knock-on effect so not only was I not there being there for my you know my beautiful baby girl I was also not being as good as I was at my job because whereas I used to be able to stay till seven o'clock eight o'clock you know get a job done do a really good job I now had to leave the office every day at 5 30 to get home um and that had an effect on my work. So kind of felt that I was just failing on all fronts, you know, not being the, the good lawyer that I used to be or not as being as able as I used to be, um, not being a good mum. And, yeah, so I was in a, quite a sort of bad sort of place sort of, you know, mental health-wise. I think it put a lot of pressure on me. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so around that time we found Progressive and attended Multiple Streams of Property Income and I just knew, I sat there over that weekend and... um, So
0: for anybody just listening in, Charlie, Multiple Streams of Property Income, what is that about? What's covered at it and what were the things you got out of it?
1: So um, it's a three-day event. Um, They do them all across the country. We obviously went to the one in London um, and...
0: And this is a progressive event?
1: It's a progressive event and it's, um, you have all of the progressive speakers there. So they will give you an insight into every kind of property strategy there is. And it c- quite honestly just blew our minds. Like We only knew at that point in time that to buy a property, you save for a deposit and you buy a house. You save for a deposit, you buy a house. Um, and I knew that there must be something that we... W- didn't know because you could see, you can see, you know, you read the papers, all these sort of, you know, landlords with multiple, you know, properties in their portfolios and things. And I just thinking how on earth, unless you've got a job that's paying you millions of pounds a year, how on earth do you save up all these deposits to buy a house? Um, And that was our mentality before we went to multiple streams of property income. Um, So over the three days, you know, we had some of the most amazing speakers, deep diving into every type of property strategy, you know, um, you know, single buy-to-lets, HMOs, service accommodation, no money down, deal packaging, you know, things we'd never heard of before. Um, and it was just mind-blowing.
0: Okay. So then um, at the end of that event, um, you joined the VIP program.
1: We did, yeah. For Um, those
0: listening, what is the VIP program and so how has that helped you on your journey?
1: Yeah, so the VIP program is a 12-month mentorship program. So we um, turn up to Progressive HQ once a month and with all the other VIP members, we spend a whole day in Peterborough with them. And um, throughout the day, we have some amazing talks by keynote speakers We then have a one-to-one session with our mentor. Now, there's a huge array of different mentors, so it doesn't matter what your strategy is, what you're doing, whether you're a beginner or you're already an experienced investor, there are mentors there to help you and guide you and point you in the right direction to completely escalate your property journey. So um, for us, we were complete newbies and... um. We went from naught to having five HMOs in less than 12 months.
0: So five HMOs, so for some people listening, a HMO is a house of multiple occupation. So where multiple people would stay in one property, whether that be licensed or unlicensed. So when you say five HMOs, how many individual tenants was that?
1: Yeah, so we have 28 tenants, so 28 streams of income. Um, and they get, that gives us a turnover of 240 grand a year and a net income of five grand a month. So cash in our pocket, after all the bills are paid, you know, each month we walk away with five grand. Um, and what that has allowed us to do, and I say us, that's myself and my husband, um, is that I now have left my job because we can have replaced my income and, um, the aim for next year will be to get him out of his job. So, um, And it's all down to VIP. And I I think without it, we may have had maybe one HMO if we were lucky, um, but we would have made an awful lot of mistakes. So by having that monthly accountability to keep pushing forward with our action points, to have that monthly kind of check-in about are we doing everything correct, even if it's something small like locks on doors or, you know, or To bigger stuff like how to get the deal, how to analyze them to make sure we're not getting ourselves into trouble. Um, It's just been amazing. It's been absolutely fantastic.
0: And these HMOs, did you buy them all? Are they all owned? Or um, there's obviously a rent to rent strategy where you could rent a HMO. Have you purchased all of them? Have you rented some of them? How have you acquired the property?
1: Yeah, so the best bit about our property journey is we have done it all without any of our own money. So we didn't have any savings. So we couldn't, we didn't have the option to buy. Um, and that was a massive preconception that I think, you know, we had at the beginning is that you had to have lots of money to get into property. Um, we yeah. didn't have any savings.
0: Just sitting here, listening, Charlie, as well, um, when you say I'm a, I am was a litigation lawyer in the city, yeah. I was thinking, oh, she's making a <laughs> lot of money. She's on a big salary. She's got a load of cash to get started. <laughs> so for anyone listening in, um, was that the reality? Did you have savings? Um What was your husband's job? Does he have savings? Where did you start cash-wise?
1: Yeah, so um, it is a massive misconception that litigation lawyers have loads of money. Um, If you're in a magic, what we call magic circle firm, so that's like the top sort of 50 firms in the city, um, you can be making a big lot of money if you're a corporate lawyer. I was in insurance, so um, it's a whole different kettle of fish. Um, And I know people who... You know, I, my, my, my friend's husband is a car salesman and he was on more, more money than I was. Um, and you live to your means. You know, we live in Surrey. So, you know, commuting into London, all of that, it all has an effect. So even if you're on a larger salary, our living costs are, are massive. Um, and, you know, to buy a house where I live, you know, three bed house is 500 grand. So obviously we have a massive mortgage. So our bill is huge every month. Um, we didn't have any savings, you know. If we did do anything, it would always be put on a credit card. You know, we kind of lived that life. We weren't financially educated. Um, so, yeah, so we started with none of our own money. Um, we would, have, we will buy one day. We're now using our um, money's profits to buy, but everything was rent to HMO to begin with.
0: Right. So a lot of people listening, they hear the term no money down and they think, how is that even possible? How can you do property with no money? Obviously, no money down is no money or somebody else's money or even somebody else's property. So how exactly did you say structure? Give us one of the deals as an example, how you structured a deal, how you got a deal, how you found the deal even that made it a um, a deal where you could get the keys and, and make money from somebody else's house. How did you do that?
1: Yeah, so our first property, the first HMO that we got was through an estate agent. Um, we obviously had done our, we got our education, so we knew what we were looking for. We knew how to analyse the deal and we then sourced it through an estate agent. Um, it's a rent-to-rent so we pay the landlord, it's a five-bedroom house, we pay the landlord £2,350 on rent. Um, now we then, as I say, it's a five-bedroom but it had the potential for the living room to be a sixth bedroom So we turned it into a six-bed. We got all the HMO licensing that we needed to make sure it was all legal and safe for everybody to be in there. Um, So anyone that does go down the HMO route, my main piece of advice is to make sure you're doing it properly because you need to, A, make sure your tenants are safe and, B, make sure that you're covered, you know, you don't want things to go wrong and it be your responsibility. Um, So, yeah, so we pay £2,350 in rent. Um, to the landlord. Now we turn over just short of four and a half thousand pounds on that property in income. So each of the tenants paying us a monthly rent, um, and then we have about I think once we take out our operating costs, um, and we always obviously pay back the initial money that we put in furnishing right. it. Um, so we you, end up
0: when so I get we we'll go to the profit in a minute. When you say okay. operating costs, what's included in your operate? So for somebody listening in thinking. I've heard of a house of multiple occupation. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Kind of, it's people living in a shared house. But what 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 would the cost to run one? So what sort of what's the operating cost, the monthly cost to you on top of the rent that you pay the landlord?
1: Yeah. So your operating costs will include everything. So um, our tenants pay us a monthly rent, which includes all their bills. So, for example, one tenant in that. Property pays us, uh, let's see, £785 for a month for an ensuite room. Now, that includes all of their bills. So as a managing agent, we pay all of the um, gas, electrics, water, council tax. We cover Netflix, broadband, um, we have a communal cleaner and we have a gardener. So that's when I refer to operating costs. That's absolutely everything. Now, also within our our figures, we... Also, include things like um, a, set, a percentage of our income will go into a voids pot, a little savings pot, so yeah. that um, if there's any empty rooms, we know we've got money in the kitty to cover that. And um, that's a really important thing for I don't think enough people calculate into Absolutely, their figures. Yeah. um So that then leaves us with our bottom line, what we call our net profit.
0: Right. So your net profit is the. You, you're renting it out for about four and a half grand a month. Yeah. You pay 2,350 to the landlord. You've got your operating costs, which is the gas, the electric, the council tax, the cleaners, etc. Yeah. That leaves you profit, so money in your pocket Yeah, before your tax bill, obviously, at the end of the year. Yeah,
1: so, so that is 1,300 pounds a month from that property. So
0: 1,300 pounds a month from a house that you don't own. Absolutely. Now, how, this is the golden question. How much money did it cost you... To get the keys of that house, to set the house up, and how much money had you spent before the first tenant went in, and where did that money come from?
1: Yeah, so I was still in my job, so it's really good thing when if you are still in your job and you're setting up your property business, you're actually in a really great position. Some people I think panic because they think, "Oh, how am I going to juggle it all?" But actually, having your salary is really really helpful. I started by applying for um, a loan from a bank. So it was a 30 grand loan and it was uh, 3% over seven years. So the repayments were 400, 400 pounds a month. Um, so that got me started and that paid for all my furniture costs, my um, estate agent fees for the very first one. So furniture costs we spent all in 4,000 pounds on furniture. Right. Um, estate agent costs I think were about 600 quid. Um we then had things like, this was a residential property, it wasn't an existing HMO that we took over. So we then had things like getting a carpenter, a carpenter in to do um, some, the locks on the doors and yeah. smoke seals. Obviously, we had the landlord's permission for all of that, you know. Um,
0: How much did you spend? So you took a loan for 30 grand. You, yeah. Did you spend 30 grand on this house?
1: Absolutely not. No, a maximum we spent, we put six and a half grand into that property. Six
0: and a half grand yeah. into the house. So you put six and a half grand into a property that now makes you £1,300 a month. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, people listen to the podcast thinking, oh, my God, she took out a loan of £30,000. <laughs> yeah. Why? So you've put six and a half into the property. There's 24 other grand, thousand left. What's really important here to state, I'm going to ask you what happened to the rest of that money. <laughs> I hope you didn't go on holiday or fast cars because what's really ha- important here if you're listening to the podcast is do not take out a loan for thirty grand and go buy televisions, <laughs> buy sofas, go on holidays. <laughs> You're taking out a loan at thirty grand. I, your payments is four hundred quid a yeah. month, and clearly you had a plan to be able to make those payments back, which was the income from the property at thirteen hundred pound.
1: Absolutely.
0: So the the rest of that money, where did that go?
1: Yeah. So we've used that money to fund more HMOs. So yeah, absolutely. You do not need 30 grand loan to get started on your property journey. I wanted to fast track it. I wanted to escalate really quickly. So we only put into our first one six and a half grand to get a 1300 pounds worth of return each month. So you can quickly start Building up that way and using your profit from each one of those once you've paid back your monthly payments on your loan to then start saving up for your next one. I wanted to escalate quickly is why I took that step. So yeah, the rest of the twenty four grand went into our next HMO, not all of it again, but the and HMOs two, three and four. Right, so, so that that's money how it's was funded. used.
0: That money was used on four different properties. Yeah. And those four properties bring in an overall monthly income of how much?
1: We net five grand a month from all of them.
0: That's amazing. So five grand a month, and your payments on the loans four hundred pound a month. Okay. So, um, if you're listening, obviously, uh, don't be going out straight away taking out a thirty thousand pound loan don't. with no plan to pay the money back. Did you have the confidence to go and do that to structure that business um, before you came to Progressive? Before you got the education?
1: Absolutely not. And if you The only reason that I did it was because I came to Progressive, I got educated and I got mentored. Now, I didn't go to Multiple Streams of Property Income and apply for a 30 grand loan the next day. After Multiple Streams of Property Income, I got educated. You know, I made sure what we were doing was the right thing. I already knew property was the right right way. I trusted Progressive and it was only once we were ready to really start rocking and rolling that we made the conscious planned decision to take out that loan to then start and i had my mentorship if i didn't have those things in place there's no way i would have taken out that loan and there's no way i would be sat here right now saying saying that this is what i've done um so you should only ever in anything any business decision you have to weigh up all the pros and cons of everything you're doing weigh up your risks um and then and then move forward. So yeah, absolutely, guys. You know, I feel like I might have unleashed something now, but um, yeah, <laughs> you have to um, you have to make sure. And uh, I knew that I was in safe hands with Progressive. I, you know, I'd spent a year getting educated. I knew the mentors. I knew what it was about. I'd seen the successes of other people, and um, yeah, we we you know we we it was a calculated mm. risk.
0: And I guess a business needs startup capital and you can either sure. do that through borrowing money from a bank or you could borrow money from a person. Yeah. You, could, you could joint venture with somebody. So a deal like you just spoke about, Charlie, and not, while you were talking, I was thinking how I would have done that deal at the start because I was really risk averse about borrowing more money. I was already in massive debt. Mm-hmm. Is I need six, a six and a half, seven grand for a deal. Let's say I need seven grand for a deal. It'll make £1,300 a month then i would go to somebody i else i knew or somebody else in the progressive community and say i found this deal that makes 1300 pounds a month would you put 7 grand into that deal and i'll give you 6, uh, £6 650 pounds a month profit i'll split the profit with you yeah. 650 a month for the rest of the deal but actually if you lend me the the 6 or 7 grand that i need to get the deal done i'll give you that money back first and then split the profits with you so you can really reduce your risk by working together with other people. Um, the the people in the community, have they helped you in the journey? So you, you've obviously come in, your mentors helped you, but what about the other people? Have you um, learned from the other people as well as the mentor, or have you just kind of focused on my mentorship, getting my support from them, and then going away and doing the property alone?
1: Being part of the community is so, so, so important. Um, The mentorship alone really helps you with, you know, direct questions and answers on a monthly basis. Now, the community, you know, to be around like-minded people makes such a difference. It can be quite a lonely journey that you start on because you go to multiple streams of property income. Your brain is, I'm sure your brain is changed forever after something like that. You know, it's just... You've had it's like all of a sudden the blinkers are gone and your whole world is opened up. You go home and no one else is no one else knows what you're going on about. You'll start saying that you are going to get into property and people look at you like you're crazy and they'll look at you thinking, "Well, she hasn't got any money, so or you know all those sorts of things." Or the doubters and you know we've all got them in our lives. Um, so to come here once a month and be around like minded people who are either just starting out like you or a few steps ahead or massively ahead. Um, You know, you all learn from each other all the time. And there will be times that things get really tough. You know, I came here once and cried all day, not because actually anything was going bad. I was just so overwhelmed because things were going really well. But everyone knows, everyone's been there. Or if there is a bad time or you do have a problem, you know, I've now made lifelong friends here Who I know, you know. Hopefully, one day we'll be all be laying on a beach, you know, drinking margaritas together. So, you know, because all our properties are being looked after by other people, um, it is amazing. And that support—it's not just about what support you can get; it's about what you can give to others as well. And we're all in it together, and we are a family, and we all look out for each other. um, And that—that is just invaluable.
0: That's amazing and um you won a big award at Christmas didn't you so progressive property the in the vip mentorship program in the so progressive property in the vip mentorship program they run annual awards for um joint venture of the year biggest deal of the year um vip person of the year and you actually won the biggest award the vip person of the year so how did that come about and um what did you win <sighs>
1: Um yeah that it was amazing, and uh, I keep saying I'm still in shock, I think, even though <laughs> we're in february um it was amazing uh it came about I'm not really sure the v i p s every year vote for each other, so um obviously you, you get a questionnaire, you fill in what you've done over the last year. we've created a you know a company that's now got a quarter of a million pound turnover we've got twenty eight units. Uh, five grand of net. So our journey has been full on and fast. And um, so I'm sure that's contributed to it. And then members of the community, we all vote for each other. So that was the other part of it. And I was honoured to to win. Um, and the prize for this year was Mark and Rob mentorship.
0: Awesome. And that's like a huge, huge prize. And you today just had your first mentoring session with Rob and Mark, didn't you?
1: I did, yeah. How did that go? It's good, I'm still a bit shaky. I was really nervous, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Rob was absolutely lovely, and um, it I thought last year was hard work, but I feel like the next you know, it's a 16 month program we're on now with Rob and Mark, and um, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm also very excited about what the next 16 months is going to bring.
0: So, what is the plans at the moment? So, I know your plans will change, and they always do as a property investor, but at the moment, what's the, the next? plan for for charlie and ben
1: yeah it's to um think bigger i think so we've got the rent to rent business we want to grow that we want to add we've got five so by the end of this year i'd like sort of 10 to 15 um all in and uh, that will give us you know that will make sure we're really comfortable that will get my husband out of his job in the next year and it will Bring us to a level of income a month where, you know, we're not worrying about bills or, you know, we can go on a nice holiday. I think we're probably going to need it after what the next year is going to bring. Um, and yeah, and just keep going and then start thinking big, you know, bigger deals, purchasing. That's where we'd like to go. Start start getting assets, build up the long term game plan and go from there really and, and see what rock and roll in all, throughout the next year.
0: Awesome. And you touched on something there. You said the last year was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously it's not like people at Progressive will know a lot of people listening in on the podcast might be thinking, you know, is property easy? Is it not? And I always say, you know, it's the easiest hard work you'll ever do. It's not easy. It's not get rich quick. It does take effort, but it's certainly better than a job. So when you say it was hard, um, what for anyone listening in, what was hard about it? What was good about it? Um, and is it better than being a litigation lawyer?
1: <laughs> so yes, 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 and yes. Um, it is hard because, so I'm going to use a bit of an analogy now. My daughter's three, you've got two young kids, right? Yeah. So you know when they're going through, they call it like a development leap, don't they? A growth spurt. And it's because their brain is changing at such a fast rate. And it's kind of a bit like that. When you're suddenly in this environment not only is your brain changing you know your focus is changing you know you're you're working like crazy setting up five properties you know took a lot of work we did most of it um i say ourselves as in you know we didn't use a managing agent to to source people in you know i didn't i, I wasn't you know painting walls or anything
0: um, I wasn't painting walls or anything. No,
1: well, well, you'd be like you know, grateful that I didn't. Um, but we we got them in. But you know, it's been a massive learning curve. You know, and um, it's taken a lot of hard work to get the properties set up. And but now they are set up.
0: Has it took much time? So how much time would you say put into one house to get it set up to get the income coming in? Because a lot of people listening are thinking. Um, you know, this all sounds great, but hard work's not what I want. Yeah, it's another full time job. Yeah. Um, so, how much time? Just one house to bring in thirteen hundred a month. What sort of time do you think it took you to set up? Say, um, from the from when you started advertising to find the house till you found the house, and how much actual hours per week would that have been?
1: So, our first property took us a month. You know, looking on right room, right right room took Us a month looking on right move and building relationships with estate agents. So when we you say find a month,
0: were you like this at six in the morning until 12 at night? What's no, absolutely
1: a- not. I was still in full time work then, so this was you know making cheeky calls on my um lunch break at work, and then um, you know, on a Friday, I used to I had the, I was on um, four days a week because obviously I had oh. my little girl, so I went back on four days on a friday i would use that day as my getting to face to face with a estate agent so you know it what i say a period of a month but it certainly wasn't that so at a all
0: per, in a number of hours per week
1: 5 per hours per week i'd say okay. to really get it moving then we got our first deal um and it all depends on the property so with property when a lot of property questions you'll hear the answer it depends yeah. so to get a property set up will depend on the state of it in the first place now with rent to rent HMO you will not be doing you know massive structural work you're looking at painting walls new carpets and furniture mm. um so some of our earlier projects took longer than they should um and then you know you learn lessons so from start to finish a month um f- worst case scenario is a month to get to get a property you know fully refurbed and ready to go um but our quickest has been 3 days you know we took on a new build so all it needed was furniture and um yeah we we had that and tenants moved in within 3 days
0: do you think you'd have got to where you are today with the income you've got today um if you hadn't come to progressive
1: absolutely not i'd still be commuting into the city and crying because I'm missing out on my daughter and um you know even when the times are hard my husband says to me you can go back and get a job and I'm like hell no you know <laughs> so yeah so even though times are hard sometimes and sometimes you know it's just life you will question what you're doing you know if you've had a bad week or something um life is so much better now you know I never miss a bedtime um I'm always there when she's poorly. I don't have that pressure of the childminder ringing me because, you know, she's got a temperature and then I've got to get an hour and a half on a train home. So I owe so much to Progressive. It has completely changed our lives.
0: What would you say to anyone who's maybe listening to the podcast at the moment thinking, um, can that work for me? Um, You know, they don't have a huge amount of time. Maybe they, um, you know, they, they feel it doesn't work in their area. Uh, there's already investors in their area doing things, that all the good deals are gone, which is something I hear a lot. So I would you say to anybody who's listening in thinking, you know, can they do it too? Could they could they make a starting property? Could it work for them?
1: Absolutely. Um I think if I can do it, anyone can do it. And um if you are surrounding yourself with the right people and you're getting the the right knowledge, um then You can absolutely do it. I would say if you've got any questions like that, get yourselves down to multiple streams of property income and they will cover all of the different property strategies for you. So no matter where you are in your life, what you're doing, what your constraints are, you know, if you've got children, if you've got a full time job, there will be a property strategy for you that will work for you and your lifestyle and there are the people there, you know, multiple streams and the amazing speakers who will take time to speak personally with you as well um, to help you and get you on the right track. So absolutely, just go for it. You know, what are you waiting for? What's holding you back? It's probably yourself. So just get out of your own way.
0: That's awesome, Charlie. And I remember you coming to your first multiple streams and seeing your journey over the last couple of years. And it is amazing how far you've come. Um, so... You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, it's on iTunes and Stitcher. It's out every Tuesday from 7.30. Also, subscribe to the Progressive Property Facebook community. There's over 26,000 people in there who can help you on your property journey. And if you are interested in getting yourself to a multiple streams of property income event, then contact the Progressive Property Office here in Peterborough. They can get you booked on to one of the future events in your local area. There's some coming up in London, they're in Peterborough, and around the country at different parts of the country throughout the year. If you do get along to one, make sure you come and say hello. I'm generally at them, so just come say hello. Let me know what you think of the podcast, and I'll help you where I can on your property journey. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin MacDonald. You're amazing. And it's a cut.